I'm going to read questions that were written by you. And I want to see if we can actually, like, <clears throat> look at the answer directly. Now, it's very important to do this because if you want to know what's the main thing that we're learning, I, I think primarily, you know what the main thing is? The realization that the things that are taught to us, which often come across as theory, are real and can actually help us in our lives. That's what we're learning. It's kol hatshuvas al kol hashailas, because in Tanya it says that what you want to learn is how the Tanya, and by extension the rest of Hasidus, actually answers your questions. And one of the most important things to do that is to actually present your question and have it answered. And you're like, wow, it actually answered. So I'm going to do some of them. By the way, if anyone wants, feel free to keep on sending in questions as you go along. And I'll look at them and try not to ignore you. Okay. How do you send in questions? Do you just give paper? You can give a paper or you can email. Whatever you prefer. How do you feel that you really belong to Yiddishkeit? To make Yiddishkeit yours? How do you get genuine happiness? How do you find your true worth when feeling worthless? How do you find your purpose in life? Sounds to me like all the questions are exactly the same. Now let's break it down so we learn how to answer questions. Well, what's the questioner asking? You're saying, I don't feel like Yiddishkeit is mine. I don't feel like I belong. I want to know how I'd be happy because I'm sad. And I want to know how I feel worth because I'm feeling worthless and feeling purpose. So you notice how you're unhappy, you're worthless, feeling worthless and purposeless. Now, heaven help me if when I answer that question I say, why would you feel worthless and unhappy? Like life is so good and so much going for you. And why would you feel that? That's what I want to say. It is. Do you know why? Because at this moment I'm not feeling unhappy and I'm not feeling unworthy. So I'm going to tell you, why would you feel that? But that's me not feeling what you're going through. So if you want to answer someone, the first thing is to get off your high horse and understand the other person and enter into them. Now, it's amazing how I can tell you what I'm about to do. But nonetheless, when I do it, it feels very comforting. What is that? I'm going to empathize with you. The difference between empathy and sympathy is I'm not going to agree with your feeling. I'm just going to identify your feeling for you so that you know what you feel. And that's very comforting. So it sounds like you're feeling unhappy. It sounds like you're not feeling worthy and you're feeling very purposeless, that there's no point to life and no point to anything. And so your question is, I don't feel like Yiddishkeit is mine because I like, I love Yiddishkeit as a Yiddishkeit, but I don't feel how it relates to me, right? So, point one is to realize that this is normal. This is very, very, very normal. And in fact, it's very good. Because in order for Yiddishkeit to work, for Hasidus to work, it needs to know what you want out of it. 
and it's what you genuinely want out of it. You know what Chassidus is out to bring you? Happiness, worthiness, and purpose. And then the first question will be answered on its own. That's how you'll feel like you belong to Yiddishkeit. Right? When you realize that. So, let's just answer the question, right? What's the answer? The answer is, sit yourself down and identify what you're feeling. And if you need to, get someone to do it with. That's called making a fabrengen. One-on-one fabrengen. Two people together. You don't need mashke. You need to get intoxicated. Intoxicated means to go into yourself. So you say, I'm feeling unworthy, right? And you don't, it's not an intellectual conversation, right? That's the key. Not to have intellectual conversations. Not unintellectual, but just to realize that the goal is not the intellectual part of it. What we want is to change the feeling. So this is about, why not an intellectual conversation? Because it wasn't an intellectual question, that's why. You do know why you're worthy, right? You do know, you've heard enough times that you have an ashamah, that Hashem created you. You know all that. What's the problem? We want to change belief systems. Changing beliefs doesn't happen over here. It happens over here. It's not in the brain. It's in the heart. So in order to do that, what you do is you have someone sit with you. Try this out. It's amazing. Get a chavrusa. It takes time to identify such a chavrusa. A person you can talk to or a mashpia. And the mashpia means someone who does this. That's what a good mashpia does. When they say go to therapy and you're the therapist, this is what the therapist does. So you can just do the therapy yourself, which is just listen to the other person, repeat what they say, and do it slowly and understand and appreciate the feeling so that you're nothing else involved. I'm just looking. It's difficult to feel unworthy. It's very, very, very hard. Right? There's no question about this. And unless you can say that and feel that, the other person doesn't get you. So what's the answer to this question? It's very hard. Yes. Now what? Now, one another perspective. Whenever you ask for another perspective, ask for permission from the other person. Because you want to show them that now we're about to see something different. And then, once you got that they got you, the other perspective is, there's an Eibishter, and the Eibishter created you with a purpose. He didn't tell you why, he told you what. The what is that you're feeling purposeless. And by you working your way to feel purposeful, you're fulfilling your purpose. Which means, what's the purpose of Hashem, of you? He wants you to bring godliness down into this world. When you can discover Hashem, you bring godliness down. Why is your life worthwhile? Because you feel it's not worthwhile. That's why. Because you're taking a person who doesn't feel there's a hole, there's a gaping hole, right? There's a need to do. There's a gaping hole, which is me feeling unworthy. And through the realization of the topics which are written in the books in Chassidus, it says that you have an Hashanah and a Chelek Mamish, right? What you want to do is sit down and meditate and reflect and think about that until the point that it actually sinks in. The message, the answer is simple, right? The answer is. Hashem is with you, and Hashem created a tzimtzum, which is a space where He's not revealed, and in that space, He wants you to bring Him in. Where's that space? The feeling of unworthiness. That's exactly where He wants to be deposited. How does it get deposited? When you start realizing, yeah, Hashem is with you. Now, 
This question is a general question. Whoever the questioner is, has a more specific question, obviously. You're feeling unworthy in some specific area. And so what you want is someone to sit down with you and to show you that, hey, I feel your pain, I feel it, and Hashem is with you right down here. And then you open up your eyes and you say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elikeinu Hashem Echad. You start seeing, sensing that Hashem is one where in this space down here. Make sense? Let's continue and see how we can do these ones. Um, okay, how to transform the garment of thought, the Ravusha Machshava, to serve Hashem. We learn about getting rid of negative thoughts, but I'm not sure what's the asetov. What should we be thinking about on a daily basis? I know what not to think about. I don't know what yes to think about. And um, I'm not sure how to read this, but something about Ashgah Pratis is not a subject coping mechanism to make sure of our complicated lives. I'm missing some words there and can't read it. But get the idea. Let's go to the first question over here, which is, how do you change the thought? What should you be thinking about? What's the answer? What should you be thinking about? All day long, in your mind? Hashem. Hashem. That's so esoteric. <laughs> what should you be thinking about? What you need to get done. What's that going to do for you? Hmm? Bring you anxiety, exactly. The more you think about what you need to get done, the more anxiety you're going to have because I'm not getting it done. What's happening? Think about whatever you're doing. Whatever you're doing that moment? Right. But that's hard, right? Your mind, your thought, is where most of your life takes place. Right? What do you do most of the time? Think. Most of the time, you're thinking. Now, for some odd reason, we get taught everything except for what we do most of the time, which is, what should we be thinking? And the answer to the question is very simple. <coughs> what you should be thinking is, first of all, before we do, realize that your thoughts matter. Your thoughts have an effect on the world out there and on you, which means it's not... It's real. Bishvili nivra ha'olam. The world's created for me. To make for Hashem a home in this world. How do you make a home for Hashem in this world? We know you have to get people to light Shabbos candles. Light Shabbos candles yourself. We know you've got to do mitzvahs. You've got to learn Torah. But there's another one. And it's probably, in reality, going to occupy the majority of your time. And that is to trust in Hashem. Actually, it's not to think about all the things you're going to get done. To think how I don't need to get anything done. And then you're like, okay, so I'll do nothing. No, I'm going to do everything without thinking about it. Why do I need to think about it? So Hashem gave you this mind. And the goal of the mind is to use it all the time for the opposite purpose of what we use it for. We use it to get us depressed, which is why... Animals don't get depressed. Dogs don't get depressed. They're always happy. There's nothing ever sad. We do. Why? Because we use our minds all the time to think about what humans think about. What do I need to get done? What should I do? What did she say? Why did I do this? What, all the things there, right? 
your goal is to use your mind all the time. And this, by the way, requires a full-time job, which is why the mind thing's full-time. And it's the hardest thing in the world. And most people can't do it. But actually, as the Alter Rebbe says, avoid das parach, hard work. What's the hardest work in the world? Meleches anoshim lanoshim and noshim lanoshim. Give men women's work and women men's work. Which means the easiest thing in the world is the hardest thing. The, the, the hardest thing in the world is just to not worry. Just so impossible. So, so challenging. Like, I love worrying. I only know how to worry. I don't know anything else. In fact, I'm looking for things to tell me what I need to get done that I don't do, that I get worried about them. And the way to do it, the whole Hasidus is summarized in this. This is the Shana's Tevam. You just have to change the nature of your emotions. What it is, is to combat all the forces that come around you. Look how they come around, right? Sometimes they come from behind, from present, and from in front. From behind, they say to you, you imbecile, why did you say that? Like you shouldn't have said that. Or why did you have to go there? Or why did you... And then you have a feeling called regret and guilt. What should you do with it? Realize that, you know why you said it to that person? Because Hashem wanted it to be said. So I feel regretful, I feel guilty, and then move back into the space, and Hashem creates everything. Hashem wanted it to happen. Hashem has given me the feeling of regret. Hashem has given me the feeling of guilt. And Hashem is embracing me and loves me. Something in the future, which is I'm anticipating that the Iranians are going to attack us any day now for the last 18 years. And who knows, the world's about to fall apart and the plane's about to crash. Chas v'shalom. And everything bad's about to happen. You're anticipating a worry about the future. What should you do with that worry? Feel the worry. And then? Hmm? Transform it and say, Hashem is with me. And then there are things that happen in the present when the plane is shaking now and I'm scared now, or when someone hurts me and humiliates me and makes me feel sad now, what should you do? Feel the feeling. Allow Hashem to come in. What it takes for this is a full-time job. You know what's going to happen to you at the end of this? As you go along, your watch, your face, will start to beam. Literally, you can see it on a person. You can see Right? The face starts shining. It's people who are thinking all the time about their worries and anxieties and things about that, the face becomes droopy, like, oh. Know what I'm talking about? And when you're thinking good, it has an effect. It's like, you just, you feel it. You feel an energy that's just palpable. It's so powerful. What does that energy do? It brings good things to you. So, what's the answer? The levush of machshava. The levush of machshava should align itself with Hashem's power and allow itself to feel God. Being for real. Leading a meaningful life. But I mean for real. Not to impress anyone. And not social pressure. You know what the answer to that question is? Second. What's the answer? What? Yeah, specifically. 
What does it mean to be for real? Yeah, it's what you think about when no one's watching. When you're by yourself and you're on your own, and you're like, that's so dumb, this is so mad, there's all those negative things you say all the time. It's to block them and change them and overcome them. It's not about what anyone else thinks, it's about what's going on inside your head, because your head matters. Yeah, it matters. It doesn't feel like it matters, but it matters a lot. And when you change it, Miracles happen. That's a full-time job. That's how you live for real. Yes? Um, what did you just say what? What you just said as the answer to the question before. Correct. Really answer the question. You just said how to change your feelings. What about your thoughts? What are you supposed to think? Good question. You're saying, I'm changing my feelings. How do I change my, my thoughts, though? Yeah. Right? So the answer is, thoughts are much easier to change than feelings. Feelings are the result of thoughts. Right? When you're thinking about something one way, you lead to one type of feeling. So the avoida is not to change the feeling. You actually can't change the feeling. What if the question is it the way I didn't write the question, but the way I understood it is what if you're having bad thoughts that you're not supposed to have? Right. So it's not the feeling necessarily. So the answer is when you have a bad thought, pause and accept the feeling. Identify the feeling. You can never move to the next. You can never tell yourself, stop thinking bad already. Don't beat yourself up. You mean you're thinking about immoral thoughts, right? So what do you do? Anytime you think an immoral thought, right? What's it coming from? Yetzirah. Hmm? Let's identify the feeling. I am feeling right now very lustful, desirous. I'm in a, right, whenever you're thinking a negative thought, I'm having an Aveira, I'm thinking about immoral thoughts that I shouldn't be thinking about. So what do I do when I'm not thinking, I'm thinking about things I shouldn't be thinking about? Identify the feeling that's coming from it. Look at yourself and say, I'm feeling desirous now. It's amazing, it overcomes any addiction. And then you look at yourself and you feel the feeling. And you're like, okay, and Hashem is still with me even now. And I'm going to feel myself attached to Hashem and Hashem gets that, that and I'm still there. And then you flip, right? The point is, the way to flip beliefs is by identifying the current belief to be able to flip the next one. When you say stop doing that, you're never able to flip. Yes? You need to learn a lot of Hasidus. Because Hasidus is going to teach you, like Shari Yichad for example, is going to teach you extensively that how old is the world? How long ago did Hashem create the world? What? What did you say? Five, seven, eight, three years ago. That's how long he, ago he created it the first time. How long ago did Hashem actually create the world? Hmm? Now, he just created this now. Now, to do that, you've got to learn, right? The whole Shari Yechazemun is about how Hashem creates the world every single second. And the more of that esoteric stuff you learn, the more real it becomes to you that Hashem is creating the world every single second. I do feel this way, correct. So I'm saying you could say like Hashem self is right, Right. So here's what we learn. What we've been doing so far, and what I'd like to do further if we go along, is that 
They are, I believe, it's much more, but you know, you can, you can break it down into 12 principles of Hasidic living. Right? 12 basic principles, which are the 12 psukim. And so, for example, you have to see, you have to work on yourself to realize that Tayyotzivalonu, that the Torah is real to me, to us, it's ours. Right? The realization of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad, is a, a, a long, hard process of thinking about how Hashem is one. Hashem is creating the world every single second. We have a term in Hasidus when we have a problem. What do we call a problem? Mitzrayim. Exactly. Every problem is a Mitzrayim. What do we do with Mitzrayim? We get out of it. We rise from it. How do you get out of Mitzrayim? You push down, you go up. That's how. Mi Mitzrayim Gealton. Right? We push against the problem, we identify the problem, and then we rise from it. We have dreams and aspirations, and each one of us realizes that dream and aspiration, and realize how the things you want are divine. God wants you to want them. He instilled them within you. And so on and so forth. We go through all the 12 psukim. So, the 12 psukim create like a, it's basically summarizing the whole world of Hasidus. And all those things help you to realize this. Because if you don't, let's, so let's say you don't believe Hashem created the world in, in, in every single moment, right? If you don't believe Hashem created the world every single moment, you're going to find it hard to believe that the anxiety that you have right now is from Hashem. But if you believe Hashem creates the world every single second, then you realize that every single thing is there. And you've got to work on yourself to realize that Ein Rai All that is part of Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad. To understand what Mitzrayim is and why Hashem puts us in Mitzrayim to be able to rise. Basically, all the things we learn become ideas which allow us then, it's all about you. At the end of the day, the whole thing is there for you. For what purpose? To allow you a kivun machshava, a direction of thought, to direct your thoughts to a positive space. When you're in a positive space, what happens? Yeah. It's actually quite crazy. This young lady called me last night. So she's in 12th grade. And um, she was trying to get accepted into a seminary. And she needed a particular seminary. She's a Bisyakov girl. And, and she didn't get accepted. They told her no. Such an interesting you know, system of living whereby you have to worry about what seminary you're going to get into. And then, so it's just interesting. You know, as to what anxieties we cause and how we created life in such a way. I know, so she's really, really upset. So I'm like, okay, so how can I help you? So um, she wants me to call the principal of the seminary, who I don't know who the guy is, but she wants me to call him to tell him about her. Um, and, you know, why to accept her. And I listened to her for a while. And how can I help her? Do you know how? I can't call the guy. I mean, I could call him, but he doesn't know who I am. And he's not going to accept it because I called him up. But you know what she could do? In your mindset? Not so much the mindset as the feeling. heart set, right? The feeling. And then she says, but what's it going to help I change the feeling? I still need to get into the seminary. How do I get in? And that's where the key is. You don't need... If you want to get into the seminary, you don't need to change the getting into the seminary. Proof in the pudding. You can't. 
That's not something that's in your control. What you could and must change is your feeling. And so you accept the feeling and you work on your bitachon and Hashem and you work on yourself feeling great, even though you don't have it, because we know that tracht gut, vet sein gut, and not vet sein gut, therefore tracht gut. Right? First you think the good, then the good comes about. Not first the good comes about, then it's there. She's like, but, 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 how am I going to get in? I'm like, we Jews have a secret weapon. We know we don't have to solve problems. Hashem solves problems for us. It's amazing. Hashem just does it for you. And it works, and it's done. And it's amazing. Let Hashem do the work. But you have to have absolute bitachon and Hashem. And you know what? It doesn't mean not to call. It doesn't mean not to do the next step. They start this. Yes, you should. But you know what difference it makes if you're doing it and your face is shining versus if you're down and gloomy? There's the secret. The secret of what you need a full-time job for. Let's go move along. I'm saying you need to work on yourself to get into a happy space, whatever that happy space is. You know what the fact about Shidduchim is? You will always attract. If you're worried about Shidduchim and you're worried about are you going to get the right guy and a good guy, then you have reason to worry. If you're not worried, then it's good. And it's very simple. You will attract someone who's like you. That's exactly what happens. So if you're a worried person, you'll attract, hit, that energy will attract them. It's just that's the way it is when you go on a date. It's energy, right? A date is anything but what you see. It's the energy which people present to each other. So that energy comes about. It's quite amazing. And you just, one energy draws another energy. When you're in an energy of feeling good and awesome and amazing, that's what you'll draw to you. More pressure, right? Now I'm going to also worry about that. Yo! There are so many people in the world. How does Hashem run everyone's life at the same time? Good question. Why is it important to know? Meaning, it's a theoretical question. We could answer it up using Emunah and using all the principles, using the fact that everything, how does your brain know what's happening? Are you aware of what's going on in your spleen and your pancreas and your kidneys right now? You know when you'll become aware of it, God forbid? When it hurts. If you become aware of it, it's a problem. But your body is doing everything right now. It's doing a million different things while you're sitting here right now. And it's pretty, pretty amazing how it does it. That's your body. So why can't Hashem do everything over there? But what's the difference to you? The point is, you can harness the power of godliness. That's like asking, how does it... It's amazing. Today, you watch, you, you get into your car and you put on your, your, your ways. And what happens? Unbelievable. He knows exactly where you are, which corner you took, and, where, and then the guy next to you, he knows them. How does he know? There's a power in the air. There's a power of, of internet waves in the air. It works. There's a power of godliness in the air. Tap into it. 
It makes me feel really insignificant and like Hashem doesn't really concentrate on me if there are millions of people in the world that He is running. How do we answer that question? It sounds like you feel very worthless and very insignificant because there's so much else going on around you. That's hard. It's really hard to be so small. Yes, it's very challenging and you feel like you don't matter. But, want to hear another perspective? Hashem says, Bni b'choyri Yisrael, He's like, you're my child, my only child, I care about you, I want you. Want to use that power? Try it out. Start doing Torah mitzvah, start thinking good, and watch how God cares about you. And you'll suddenly start seeing miracles, and you'll be like, wow. Are we on the same page? If anyone, if anyone feels the question is not being answered, go ahead. And if you're wondering how come it's all the same question, you tell me. I didn't make them up. I think all human beings have a similar challenge in a different way. But look, how do you control a strong desire for physicality, for Gashmias? What's the answer? Let's identify. How do you talk? Well, why are you feeling a strong desire for Gashmias? It's obvious because you live in a physical world that's very powerful. There's powerful forces drawing you towards Gashmias, towards money, towards power, etc. You know what you want to do? You want to say, God, I feel a strong desire to have a, I need, I feel a strong, tremendous desire to have a massive home and a car and have a billion dollars in my account. That's amazing. Right? Now you say to Hashem, Hashem, I'm feeling very desirous. And what do I want to feel? I want to feel successful and happy and fulfilled and accomplished. Okay, and Hashem says, good, so track that now. And you'll get it. And you say, but how come I'm allowed to have it? You're allowed to have it. But remember one thing, you don't want the Gashmias. You want the feeling that comes with the Gashmias. Just be real. If you, do you, you, is that what you want? Do you want to have a billion dollars in your account and be sad? Or is it because you believe that a billion dollars is going to make you the happiness that you want? So you want the happiness. Ask God for the happiness and start feeling it now. That's what the Trachtgut is. Start switching your negative feeling for the positive feeling of having it. There's nothing wrong with wanting Gashmias. What's wrong is when you delete Hashem from the picture. If you bring Hashem into the picture, have all the Gashmias that you want. Just realize it's not the gashmias you want, it's the feeling that comes with it. Yes? Yeah, I want to get into seminary. Is that a good example? Is Ruchnias also gashmias? She said she wants it because she wants a good shidduch. It's one of the reasons. Right? So, good. What will you feel when you have that? So, you'll feel a certain feeling of, identify the feeling. Feel a feeling of, I'll feel euphoric, I'll feel relieved, I'll feel so accomplished. Great. So, do you ever feel accomplished now? And right now you're feeling the opposite, right? So feel the feeling you're feeling now, and then ask Hashem for the other feeling, and then what do you do? What does Hashem tell B'nai Sol in our parasha? He says, guys, stop davening to me already. Isn't that a funny thing to say? They will buy Yamsuf, about across the Red Sea, behind them are the Egyptians, in front of them is the sea, and what does Hashem say? I understand. He says, don't go fight the Egyptians. Don't surrender to them and go back to be slaves. Don't commit suicide by jumping into the sea. 
But he says, don't daven. Why don't daven? Because you know how we daven? We're like, Hashem, please. I want a billion dollars. Please, Hashem, I'm so sad. Everything's messed up. I have no money. I can't pay my rent and I need to have money like a billion dollars. And I'm sad. We daven from a position of weakness. And Hashem says, I got your tefillah. Dabrel b'nei sol so. How do you daven? Say to Hashem, Hashem, I want a billion dollars. Hashem, I feel that I want to get the relief and the whatever and I'm already, I'm asking you for it and I'm feeling like you gave it to me now already. Davening involves you getting involved in the picture. Not screaming out of pain, but rather flipping the pain, realizing how Hashem is giving it to you now, asking Hashem to help you with your bitochen basically. Because bitochen works. So you're asking God to empower you. It's like if you have a child who's off the derech, right, who's got issues. And you say, Hashem, please, all I want is that he should just start to be religious. Do the opposite. Say, Hashem, I noticed that my child started to daven in the mornings. One thing I noticed, and I'm so happy, Hashem, thank you, Eivishter, it's unbelievable that he's davening, it's incredible. Allow that beauty to increase. That's davening. What, are, what does it mean that Hashem is wherever he left him? Like, what is it? That's what you're doing, you're letting him in. You just did that, right? When you're davening and you're saying, Hashem is not asking you to feel sad and depressed and down and ask him to do the work. He's saying, let's do this together. Let's daven, ask me for your help, for what you want, and then feel it coming down. So Hashem can only help you if you... Hashem can do whatever he wants. He decided to help you in this area when you work on yourself. That's what he said. Right? He says, daven when so go. And then what happens? Nothing. Until Nachshem ben Aminadav said, Hashem said to go, so I'm going. And then he went. Walked into the sea, right? You're saying also the way that you change is not just for you, but it will also impact the way you're around because you'll sure. start to more positive enough. So if someone has a child out there and they change their mindset to start being like, thank you, Hashem, and this and small things, not saying, well, because that child is around because they will, but will it influence the child if, if the parents are... Well, you tell me. If you have a parent who thinks you're the, a loser and you're, they're like davening for you to change, right? Which way is going to change you more? They're davening for you to be something different that you're not, or if they're looking at you and you feel like a million bucks because they just look at you and they just see an incredible gift from Hashem. Which one's going to empower the child more? Next. Bitochen, and not wanting to be disappointed. That's easy. It's the same thing. Not wanting to be disappointed is where the lack of bitochen comes from. Accept whatever you have and jump into a relationship with Hashem. Character and self-development, how to improve ourselves. Are we clear on how to improve ourselves? Are we clear on how hard this work is or not? It's tough. It's all the time allowing the positive energy to come through you. That's how you improve yourself. Why do we... What? 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 Okay, what's the answer? If I'm an angry person, every time I'm about to get angry, right, what do I do? I'm looking at myself and I'm saying, I'm feeling, just note in yourself what you feel. I'm feeling in myself a feeling of, I'm feeling right now very angry. I'm very resentful. I'm feeling very resentful. And you look at yourself and you say what you're feeling. Or when you see someone else getting angry, you know what you say to them? Angry people only thrive on people who get upset when they get angry. 
But if I absorb the negative energy, you're getting angry at me, what do I do? I'm like, that hurts. I accept it through me. Let's go back. Sounds like you're feeling very angry. Now if I say that and I'm angry, it doesn't really work. The more I can work on myself, the better it is. What, what, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you think feelings are, if not character traits? Depends how deep it is in you. Yeah, okay. So it's hard work. What you're saying is harder work. Character traits are feelings that are embedded in you. There's teva and teva shame. Um, yeah, one second. So how do you work on stinginess? I'm feeling stingy. First of all, we need to learn a lot of Hasidus behind the scenes. We need to realize how Hashem is created in the world. Everything comes from Hashem. How Hashem gives you what you need, etc., etc., etc. Right? But when you feel, when you and then you write down every day, right? When you're feeling stingy, it's most often because you're feeling like you're not getting what you have. That you're you need more. So you want to keep it for yourself. So you want to keep on writing to yourself and seeing how Hashem gives you. That's how. You want to keep on working on yourself. A different conversation, but whatever. Let's leave that. Yeah. What? So, just to clarify, you never need to know the reason for your feelings. You just need to know why you feel what you feel. The reason is actually irrelevant. The reason needs to be dropped. What you want to re- realize is what you feel. Right? Now, when you have a reason, it's easier to identify what you feel. That's all. Okay, so I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling, you want to try get into yourself and sympathize with yourself and feel how do you feel. You have to, the more you can identify how you feel, the better it is. I think we have two more minutes. Do we? Um, so, what? The only reason you're feeling down is let's say you went to sleep like 3 o'clock in the morning and so the next day you're like just depressed because of that but not for a few Say again, say again, 3 o'clock in the morning, what? What if the reason you're feeling bad is Hold on, let me just clarify something for you. If this is hard work, you know why it's important to sleep well at night? Because it's very difficult to do hard work when you are feeling cranky. When you don't sleep at night, it feels, when you don't sleep at night, you're tired, you're in a bad mood. If it's late at night, if it's... Let me just finish with this. If it's 10 p.m. at night, and you're feeling very cranky, right? Don't try to say, I'm feeling this, how do I switch it and feel better, and how do I flip the mood? Don't try it now. You know why you shouldn't try it? Because you need to go to sleep. That's why. You know why it's difficult to go to sleep? Because you want to be in control. And when you sleep, you cede control. But that's why when you sleep, there's a special pasuk you say. You say, biyodcha afkid, Ruchi. You know what that means? Day is over. Avoida is done. I'm giving it over to God to take care of. So if you're cranky, if you're feeling down the day, you, so you know, okay, I'm feeling cranky, that's why I'm down. Okay? So I get it, because I didn't sleep well, so I'm going to go make sure to sleep well, and tonight I'm going to sleep early, so I can have more power, because the less you sleep, the more difficult it is to trust good. Get a good night's rest. What? Most of it happens in the negative thing you should ignore. Yeah. We like to be negative. Get yourself into a switch the mode to be a positive mode.
Okay, to be continued.